and welcome to the STD Projects STD Podcast. My name is Janelle Marie Pierce. I'm the founder and executive director of the STD Project. And you're joining us for our weekly podcast series. It's been a little while since we've done this. This is our second week back from like a, I don't know, two-year, three-year hiatus. So welcome and thanks so much for joining us. A little bit about me before we get into this week's podcast. I'm the spokesperson for Positive Singles right now, and I also am the tri-chair of the Communications Action Group for the National Coalition for Sexual Health. That is like the largest mouthful ever. Basically, I work with a lot of very large organizations, kind of some of the pillars in sexual health and the mainstays, the CDC, American Sexual Health Association. They're all part of the National Coalition, and we come together bringing our ideas to work with one another to try and improve sexual health for everyone all around. So this is just a, a one other extension of basically the work on the STD project. I do some freelance work with the Washington Post, Allure.com, Kinkly, you may have seen my article in Cosmo, Women's Health, all over the place. But needless to say, I'm here now to bring you some thoughts and tips after six years of working with the STD project and working with readers directly and indirectly through my outreach work. So now I'm coming back to home base, uh, doing some recapping of the projects that we put on hold for a little bit while we were building and expanding our reach. So welcome, and I'm so glad you're joining us. If you're joining us on YouTube, you're seeing the unedited version. So this is kind of the fun, I don't know, whimsical, not really, but it's just basically the bloopers unedited me standing in front of a camera, well, I happen to be sitting, sitting in front of a camera and spouting off whatever it is I'm feeling like today. So happens to be that today's podcast is going to be about whether or not you have to tell people that you have an STD. People in general, whether or not you should tell people as a whole, everybody, like the public or friends and family, and or whether or not you have to tell your partner. So we'll talk about all three of those to some extent. But what you can expect with these podcasts are a little short snippets, thought processes. Yeah, I digress. So here we go. Should I tell my partners? Do I have to tell my partners? Do I have to tell my friends? Do I have to tell my family? Do I have to tell the public? Do I have to, if I want to become an advocate, do I have to tell everyone I know? I've had people come up to me and say, Janelle, I love the work that you're doing. Your advocacy is great and I want to become an advocate, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little scared about doing it in the way you are doing it. Like I'm scared about telling everybody, like how will that affect my employment? What will my family think? They're super conservative, so on and so forth. So let me start from the macro level and we'll, we'll drill down into like a partnership level, right? So from the macro level is do you have to tell everyone in the whole world? Do you have to publicly come out as a person who is positive for an STI? And the answer is absolutely not. You don't have to do anything, first of all, ever. And we're certainly not going to be the ones to tell you that. I'm not going to be anyways. And the STD project doesn't stand behind that. But Secondarily, advocacy takes so many forms. So even just you working on you and reaching out and finding resources and educating yourself and then potentially communicating to partners and things like that, that might be the extent of your advocacy and that's awesome. And that's what we need more of across the board because then there won't be really need for this kind of advocacy and awareness and all of that. So I digress. So do you have to come out and tell like everybody across the board? Definitely not. Like, no, no, no. If you feel so called to do so. I mean, do it, please. We need more advocates. We need people of color. We need people of different gender identities and different sexual orientations talking about their experiences, living with an STI and dating with an STI and all of that. So, I mean, who, whomever you are, 
please absolutely do share your story if you feel called to do so, especially in a public way. If you want to be like, yep, I am so-and-so and I have herpes just like Janelle does and just like all these other people who talked about it too do, go for it. So yeah, so I'm living with general herpes. I've had it since I was 16 years old, but I wasn't always out about it. And it took me a long time to do that. And even after I did that, I experienced some vitriol from friends and family. And I rarely experienced it from partners. I was really, really lucky that way. And I, I kind of feel like I'm an equal opportunity dater. Like I, was, I didn't really specifically have a type. So that was surprising. Every time I disclosed, I had such a positive response and experience. Now that's not everyone's experience. So that may not be yours, and that may also be partly why you're a little reticent to tell people who you're close to and how you do trust. And that's the key to that. So after the public, you know, in the whole wide realm of like the internet, what about your friends and family? And some of that comes down to how much do you trust them? Do you know kind of where they stand in terms of sexual health? And even if they are totally unaware and uneducated, they might actually be really receptive. You don't know, but you are taking a, a risk and a gamble And how much do you trust that information? Like, do you want them to share it with other friends or family members? Do you want them to keep that to themselves? Do you trust that they will? And are you okay with, even if you think that they might and you trust that they're supposed to and going to, are you okay with if they end up sharing it? Even people are like that. Like sometimes people share secrets they're not supposed to share with other people. have to prepare yourself for that before setting yourself up for that kind of heartache, that downfall and that and that disappointment. Now, of course, if somebody if somebody that you hold in confidence, somebody close to you and you did share this with them and then they told people who you had not consented to them sharing that information with, then of course you absolutely have the right to be upset by that. And then you decide where you want that relationship to go and how far, how much more you want to like be close to them and trust them and communicate with them. So totally understandable all of that decision making process. But I think in some respects, you want to kind of open yourself up to what if this person does tell and would I be devastated and would this really harm my friends and family dynamic and relationships or would I be able to overcome that and kind of say this was not ideal or not what I expected, but I guess I'll be fine, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm ticked off and you know, I'm going to, that changes my perception of this person, this individual friend, family member, but I will move forward. Or if it will totally break you and you will be absolutely like it will sequester you to your house and you'll be shamed and embarrassed and, and not able to proceed and move forward in your life, then it's, then that means, I think that means that you're not quite ready to share that with that level of people, your friends and family. And so especially then the next level up, of course, with the like group, everybody, then I would say wait on that as well. Then we break it down to whether or not you should disclose to partners, a partner or partners. And the thing is, is if you have a long-term infection and you, you ethically and morally need to let them know before putting them at risk, before you engage in any activities where that would encompass some risk and where they might be exposed to the infection itself. If you previously had an infection, so say at one point you were positive for chlamydia, you got treated and now you're negative and now you don't have it anymore. That's really not their business. I mean, unless you want to disclose that to them, you don't have to. There's nothing that says that you need to share all of your sexual past, anything that's occurred as a result of sexual activities, abuse, 
positive, negative. I mean, none of it. That is really your prerogative. And anyone who tells you that you need to disclose your entire sexual past and exposure and history and what kind of situations you've experienced as a result of STIs or not, none of that is relevant except for what is present tense with you in that potential relationship. So if there is going to be a potential risk of exposure, then yeah, absolutely. Then you absolutely should explain this and communicate that to them. We'll do another podcast about like how to tell and when. So there's a couple of different trains of thought and schools of thought about when to tell. And there's a lot of different approaches about how as well. So I think that those both warrant two more podcasts because we want to keep these nice and short. We're always mindful of your time and basically my attention span. So I get bored talking to a camera by myself, essentially. So yeah, so that's my thought process there. If we're talking about, we'll break it down in three. If we're talking about the overall becoming an advocate and coming out and doing it publicly, that's not necessary to be an advocate. You can advocate for yourself and for others in a myriad of different ways that don't necessarily require you to come out publicly. If you feel called to do so, rock on because that's awesome. We need more advocates like you. But if you're not there yet, that's all right too. Friends and family, it's all about the relationship dynamic and whether or not you are willing to accept that there's some risk there, that even somebody you may be close to, they may share, may have a reaction that you're not necessarily loving or prepared for yet. So if you feel prepared for that, prepared for any kind of response, it actually may be really helpful. That's the other thing too, is you may actually really end up helping them and they may open up to you. That could be a wonderful avenue to have start having those conversations with friends and family and educating and things like that and helping other people to know that they're not alone. But again, if you're not ready for the potential negative sides of that outcome, you know, there's still a risk there. You don't always know 100% how someone's gonna react and if you can always 100% trust them. So that's okay but are you ready and prepared? And so you have to make that decision for yourself. So it's up to you whether or not you think you're ready and should you, should you, I can't tell you, should you do anything, but whether or not you're ready to tell your friends and family is totally based on those relationships and that dynamic within your life. And then lastly, partners. You only should tell partners before you put them at risk. If you're of the, I mean, this will be a whole nother podcast as well, mind you, but if you have already exposed someone and put them at risk, how do I bridge that conversation? Because I've been there and done that and done it the wrong way. And so we can talk about that going forward as well. So anyhow, thank you so much for joining us today. We want to keep these short and sweet. If you'd like to watch the unedited YouTube version of this, similar but slightly longer, come to YouTube, The STD Project, subscribe, review the podcast on whichever app you are listening to. You can find us on iTunes and Android and Google Play and all of the things, Stitcher, Podchaser. I don't even know. There's a whole list. We're also on all the social media channels. So come find me, like the page, just share a thumbs up and let us know that you've listened and you like it and appreciate it. And or if you have constructive criticism and feedback, please let us know if you'd like to come visit us and chat with us on an interview. If you'd like to share your perspective and story, we would love to have that on the podcast and we love to do interviews. So anytime you're interested or want to reach out, do so. And we look forward to talking to you then. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you.